want to uh, take the opportunity to celebrate and congratulate my friend, my colleague, my partner in truth, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the next White House Press Secretary. First, as you all know, she will be the first black woman, uh, the first out LGBTQ plus person to serve in this role, uh, which is amazing because representation matters. That's right, people, representation matters. And I hear I'm representing you sane people. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message. It's Monday, May 9th, 2022. And that was Jen Psaki. And she was introducing her replacement, who is going to be the chief liar. She says her partner in truth, her job is to lie. And she has done it more than anyone on the planet Earth for the last year and a half, and she will now be replaced by Corrine Jean-Pierre. Uh, we know nothing about her other than the most important things. She's a black lesbo. And for that, she's got the gig, very exciting. She's also married to a CNN anchor. Yes, you can't make this stuff up. She is married to Suzanne Malveaux, who is a CNN anchor. I did not know Suzanne is a lesbian, not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but you'd think that perhaps in terms of optics, if you were bringing in a new White House press secretary, you could maybe possibly find someone who wasn't married to a CNN anchor. Do you think that would be possible? But the impossible is possible with these people. Anyway, we are live streaming on Rumble, on Blaze TV, and on YouTube. Do me a favor and uh, subscribe wherever you're watching. Tap that notification bell. And uh, the theme of the program today is that the left is completely bananas and the media is either tacitly endorsing it or actually pouring fuel on the fire. Obviously, this whole Roe v. Wade and the leaked brief uh, is out there and people are starting to protest and show up at ju Supreme Court justice houses and a whole bunch of other stuff. And we are going to have to figure out, and when I say we, I mean those of you that are my partners in truth, we are going to have to figure out how do we pave a new path as these people continue to burn down our institutions, whether they're the judiciary, the Supreme Court, whether they are all of our media institutions, which are crumbling and are just gonna add fuel to the fire, as I just said. We just have to figure out how we're gonna go ahead and, uh, and build new things and thrive. It's in, it's in the subtitle right over there. Uh, reminder guys, real quick, I'm heading back out on the road on Wednesday. I will be in Brea, California with Dennis Prager. You know this guy, Dennis Prager from PragerU? We're gonna be there. There's a couple seats left. We sold out all 500 seats. Somehow they added 70 seats. They figured it out to jam more people in there. Uh, the 12th, I'll be in Oxnard with Larry Elder. 15th, I'll be in San Jose with Douglas Murray. 16th, Phoenix with Blake Masters, who's gonna be the next senator from Arizona, as well as Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA. Uh, Brian Callen is joining me May 18th at the Gothic Theater in Denver, Colorado. Uh, and then I'm back here for a little bit before we wrap this thing up with this guy, you may have heard of him, Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis of the free state of Florida at the Plaza Live, June 2nd in Orlando, in Disney country. That's what we're doing, yada, yada, yada. All right, guys, before we get started real quick, I wanna to talk to you about Healthy Cell. You know, have you ever wondered if those vitamins you're taking every day are actually working for you? 
More than 240 million Americans take supplements in daily pill form, but they usually don't get the promised results because they don't absorb the nutrients properly. What if I told you there's a new type of dietary supplement, one that will absorb into your body far better? I want to tell you to check out Healthy Cell. It's a new ingestible gel that not only tastes great, but has 165% more absor absorption than pills. It uses a new technology called microgel to deliver maximum absorption. Those old-fashioned tablets, capsules, and powders contain synthetic other ingredients. Ever wonder what those are? It's things like binding glues, fillers, and coatings that can irritate the lining of your stomach. Healthy Cell's microgel, on the other hand, suspends soluble, ultra-absorbable nutrient particles inside a natural gel made of gut-healthy ingredients like soluble fiber, citrus pectin, acacia gum, and more, and water. Why not? It doesn't contain artificial sweeteners, flavorings, or colorings. Heck, it's even non-GMO, gluten-free, and vegetarian. Just visit HealthyCell.com and use code RUBIN for 20% off your first order. That's HealthyCell.com and use code R-U-B-I-N, RUBIN, for 20% off your first order. And now back to me. All right, so obviously the big story of the last you know week and a half or so has been this leak of the briefing, Samuel Alito's briefing on the reversal of Roe v. Wade, and the protests are starting, and the violence is starting, and unfortunately, we don't have a trusted class or a media class of people that are willing to tell these people to sit down. You can protest peacefully, but you can't show up to people's houses, and you certainly can't be violent. So just to get you fully caught up to speed, we've got some info here from the Daily Wire. Leftist organizations have called for abortion supporters to demonstrate at the homes of conservative Supreme Court justices. One of these groups, Ruth Sent Us, is also calling for protesters to stand at or in a local Catholic church on Sunday, Mother's Day, that was yesterday, obviously. On its website, Ruth Sent Us had posted a map that listed the street names where each justice supposedly lives with their families, Amy Coney Barrett, John Roberts, Samuel Alito, Brett Kavanaugh, Clarence Thomas, and Neil Gorsuch. But the map no longer appears on the Ruth Sent Us website, a review by the Daily Wire found. And as of 6 p.m. on Friday, a Google message says this map is no longer available due to a violation of our terms of service and or policies. Okay, so what you've got here are groups of people who are now willing to show up to Supreme Court justices' houses. Now, if you do that, obviously, you are trying to intimidate them. And not only are you trying to intimidate them, you're trying to scare their kids, you're trying to scare their spouses. They live in normal residential areas. Uh, so you are also intimidating the neighbors. You are trying to generally create an unsustainable environment over time. Uh, but people did show up outside uh, Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh's house. And uh, you'll see, he lives in a very normal, decent area, just probably like you live in. And here are the people outside his house. Okay, so you've got protesters there. They did not get violent. So, okay, I'm not going to overstate this more than it should be. Uh, but the general idea that you'd have websites, abortion activist websites, leaking their addresses, we live in a very polarizing time. Uh, do you think that someone might take it upon themselves to do something that should not even be mentioned? Something really bad, whether it's to the justice themselves or one of their family members or whatever. This is all completely designed 
to intimidate people. And what's messed up about this, beyond the obvious part that's messed up, is we're not even talking about the leak anymore. I, I was searching this morning, looking for anything over the weekend. Is anyone doing any research on where this leak came from? It doesn't seem like it is. You can see conservative sites are like, well, what happened here? How did this thing get leaked, et cetera, et cetera. There's, there's no call in the mainstream media. There, I, there's nothing out of the Biden administration as to who leaked this thing. And it's very clear that this thing was leaked because they wanted just this to happen. This is their soft, mostly soft, I would say, but it's not fully soft. This is their soft justification of these mobs. And also, let's not forget, these are the same people who two years ago were rampaging through our streets and burning down buildings and stopping people on highways, et cetera, et cetera. So these mobs, basically do the grunt work. They are the pawns of the Democratic Party. They are the pawns of the, of the machine. These are the same people who invaded the Supreme Court when Brett Kavanaugh was being put into the Supreme Court right after he was sworn in and the days leading up to it. Remember then they literally burst into the Supreme Court. That wasn't an insurrection though, because they're good guys. You know, those are the good guys that we got over there. They're not like those scary Trump insurrectionists. Uh, but anyway, the, the theme of the show today is just that. What are we going to do as more and more of this leaks into the streets, as the administration sort of says it's kind of okay to do, as the media tells you it's pretty much okay to do, uh, how are we going to get through all of this? I'm going to talk to you about that right after one more ad, guys. I want to talk to you about real estate agents I trust. You know, buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things you can do, and it can be 10 times worse if you're not working with a great agent. Generally speaking, our homes are our biggest investment. I know they are for me, and that's a lot of responsibility, and you need an agent who can take that seriously. That's why I recommend real estate agents I trust, founded by my by my good buddy, Glenn Beck. They work with only the best agents in every market. They do their homework talking to every agent before inviting them to join their network. And here's a big one. They only work with full-time professionals, no part-time or inexperienced agents. Their team makes the intro and then follows you through the buying or selling process to make sure that you're satisfied. Partnered with The Blaze, the agents they work with have a long track record and are the best sellers in their field. They're part of this audience. They share your values and they're almost anywhere you want to go, particularly Florida. The process is simple. Just go to realestateagentsitrust.com today and provide us with some basic info. That's R-E-A-L-E-S-T-A-T-E, agentsitrust.com. Their team will contact you to make an intro to their preferred agent in your town. And now back to me. Okay. So it's not just that you've got some foot soldiers out there. And again, you are allowed to protest. You can't protest in the middle of the street, okay? You shouldn't be going to people's homes. I've never liked that. And, and there may be some gray area. This is what I've heard a few people say. There's a little bit of a gray area whether you can protest outside peaceful, people's homes. Now, if you do it peacefully outside pe people's homes, uh, I think some of this is left up to the local laws. But we just have to realize what are we unearthing? What are we unearthing? And let's, let's do a reverse version of the video that I just showed you. Let's say that was a bunch of right-wingers, right-wing people protesting outside the house of a lefty justice, say Sotomayor. Let's say there was a bunch of them that weren't happy with her decision and they were outside. We'd be being told that they were terrorists, that they were alt-right, they were being instigated by scary people like Tucker Carlson or Dave Rubin, et cetera, et cetera. But now it's going to basically be excused. And if you don't believe me, well, here's that Jen Psaki woman. And this is Jen Psaki on Friday, uh, basically saying, yeah, you guys can do whatever you want outside of his house. 
These activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point? Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document. Uh, we obviously want people's privacy to be respected. We want people to protest peacefully if they want to to protest. That is certainly what the president's view would be. So he doesn't care if they're protesting outside the Supreme Court or outside someone's private residence. I, I don't have an official U.S. government position on where people protest. I want it. We, we want it, of course, to be peaceful. And certainly, the president would want people's uh, privacy to be respected. But I think we shouldn't lose the point here. The reason people are protesting is because women across the country are worried about their fundamental rights that have been law for 50 years, their rights to make choices about their own bodies and their own health care are at risk. That's why people are protesting. They're unhappy. They're scared. All right. So you guys get it. She's excusing it. But she had the word but there. Right. So she is absolutely excusing it. She's saying they have to be peaceful and that's good. So she's not like outright calling for people to be assassinated or decapitated. Uh, and she's claiming she's for privacy, but she is for it. Now, remember, it's just so obvious. Like, imagine if this was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's house, if she was still alive and there were right-wing protesters. Do you think Jen Psaki would be up there saying, oh, well, we just want them to be peaceful and people are upset and they, you know, they have a right to do it. Like, it's just pure, it's pure, 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 unadulterated BS. That's what it is. And you can see this. So what happens is, the lies and the obfuscation of the truth, they, they get laundered through the administration and then they get out through the Washington Post and the New York Times and CNN and MSNBC and everywhere else. Here's an opinion piece in the Washington Post. This is what they had to say about uh, protesting outside people's houses. The decisions by Supreme Court justices have a direct impact on people's lives, such as the case of Texas Senate Bill 8 denying health care to millions of pregnant people, pregnant people in Texas. We used to call them women, women back in my day, old school. The consequences of Supreme Court Justice Brett M. Kavanaugh's actions will be dire and having protesters outside his home for one night pales in comparison with what he and his fellow conservative justices have inflicted on pregnant people in this country. I mean, this person who wrote this piece is a complete clown. She can't say women. She can't say women. And also one night of protests, well, we know these protests are gonna continue, but the fact that they can't say women, and we just brought in a new Supreme Court justice who also can't decide what a woman is, right? She's not a biologist. We are, they're just dragging us to the endless descent to hell. But don't worry guys, you know me, we're gonna have solutions here. Uh, but you can't do this. It doesn't matter if it's one night or two nights. Also, they're not attacking women's rights. They are just kicking it back to the states that's all that they're doing. And if you want to get an eight-month abortion, if you love baby murder, you can go to California and Gavin Newsom will probably pay you extra for it. Here's some crazy person uh, on CNN defending protesting outside justices' homes. And, and this is a question about civility. The frustration people feel is personal. But where's the line? Obviously, what we see, the, the apparent arson at, a, um, at, at an anti-abortion nonprofit in Wisconsin is over the line. Violence is always over the line. But there are real questions and conversations today about protests outside Supreme Court justices' houses, particularly Justice Kavanaugh. Um, where do you think that line is? I think for a lot of people, the, a conversation about civility feels 
um, like it misses the mark mm. when constitutional rights that you believe that you had for over 50 years are about to be overturned. The justices have security. So far, all of the protests have seemed overwhelmingly nonviolent. Uh, there are plenty of protests that happen every single day in this country, around the country, at abortion clinics, blocking women from getting into clinics. And we don't cover those as if there's four mm -hmm. alarm fires. And so, yes, they're going to be protesting in front of Kavanaugh's house because people are angry. Um, and as long as they stay nonviolent, I think for most uh, for most of the people who are watching it, you can understand wh where they're coming from. Even if you may think politically it's not the right thing, you can understand sort of where, where that animated feeling is coming from. It's interesting trickery what they do there. First off, the host, he says particularly Kavanaugh. Now, they're really focusing on Kavanaugh. This is the guy that for, what, four months they pretended was the biggest serial rapist of all time. CNN and Washington Post and New York Times and the rest of it, they ran story after story after story how he was gang raping and endlessly raping girls in high school and college. There was never any evidence of it. None of it ever turned out to be true. But now they're still particularly focused on him. They, we can't let go of the fact that we made up he was a rapist. We better send people to his house. And then the woman there, what she's doing is she's playing both sides, right? Because it's sort of like, don't be violent. And they have protection. And these people are peaceful. Except, do you realize what the slippery slope here is? The slippery slope is everyone can have a reason to protest at someone's house. I could watch that video and be like, well, who is that lady? She's a public person. She's on CNN. I don't like what she said. I'm going to set up a tent outside of her house and I'm going to get this guy and that guy and that guy. And they're going to come with me. Guys, we're not going to lunch today. No lunch for you guys. We're protesting out that woman's house. Okay. You see the point? Everyone can be upset about something. Everyone can find something to be morally indignant about. Everyone can be upset that a Supreme Court decision happened or a law got passed or whatever. Once we decide as a society that will be what will become part of our fabric, part of our national discussion will be that if you don't like someone, you will find their address and camp outside their house and yell and scare their kids on their way to softball, et cetera, et cetera. Then we got a real problem. But ladies and gentlemen, there are some sane voices, believe it or not. They're not Democrats, but there are some sane voices. Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, who has been extremely consistent on protesting, which you're allowed to do. I think he's a constitutional lawyer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, he is. Uh, he is actually making some sense when it comes to how you can protest, but you can't be violent and the rest of it. We've got left-wing groups now that have published the addresses of justices. The intent of this clerk was to bully and threaten and intimidate the justices to changing their votes. And I got to say this week, it was shameful that the White House refused to condemn violent protesters threatening the families of the Supreme yeah. Court. It is disgraceful. And Joe Biden used to be right. chairman of the Judiciary Committee. Joe Biden knows it's disgraceful. He's literally threatening the lives of these justices by the mob yeah. they're unleashing. It's the same thing we saw with Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots where the left embraced them. Mm -hmm. And now really they're embracing mob violence to get their, their, their partisan outcome. Good to see Cruz fired up sometimes, right? Because he's absolutely right. This is the same thing. You really got to understand the, the BLM stuff, the Antifa stuff, although we haven't seen buildings burning down yet en masse. We're going to show you some violence in just a sec. Uh, but although we haven't seen that en masse, they use these young people that they send out into the streets to intimidate people, whether it's protesting outside someone's house or burning down the local Target and Pep Boys. What did Pep Boys ever do to you? Uh, this is how they get their movements to feel 
like they're important. Oh, look at all these young people out on the streets and young people can be out on the streets in the middle of COVID if it's for that. But if you know, Trump does something, it's a super spreader, yada, 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 yada. And of course, once again, they've got the media to protect them and encourage them the entire time. Uh, here is CNN claiming that the violence is really gonna come from the right. When officials are preparing for potential violence in the Capitol and nationwide after the leak of that Supreme Court draft opinion that would strike down Roe v. Wade after 50 years. Capitol Police are warning the far right is calling for violence against a religious group planning to rally for abortion rights. Law enforcement sources, several of them tell us that they are closely monitoring social media chatter uh, that suggests that there's a potential for violence against abortion clinic providers, abortion clinic staff, members of the judiciary. That would include the justices here, uh, as well as members of the federal government. And what we know after January 6th and what law enforcement knows across the country is that social media chatter can manifest into actual violence. Sometimes people really do say what they're going to do. Social media chatter. That's the worst kind of chatter. Ah! Social media chatter. There are people online saying things. And guess what? If you say mean things and you're chattering online and you're saying illegal things, they're gonna get you. But this is pure fear-based nonsense. They are focused on social media. Somebody's on a phone with a thing. They're focused on that to make you think that right-wing people so Ro just try to understand the logic here. Right-wingers who are happy that Roe v. Wade is getting reversed, so it's going to go back to the states, and then you'll either live in a state that has abortion or doesn't have abortion or has some combination of some term of abortion, et cetera, et cetera. They are going to start attacking the abortion people. There's literally no evidence of this, but right, chatter, they're chatting. <laughs> so, okay, so these people are chatting. So, so what? Uh, so let it be, they're chatting. Okay, it's very scary, the chatters. Um, but there, as far as we know, has been no violence. We did find uh, a pro-life center that had a Molotov cocktail thrown at it. Yeah, look at this. This is a pro-life uh, center. Where is this, guys? G get me the location on this one. But literally had a Molotov cocktail. This is not the Middle East, uh, right? This is not uh, Afghanistan. This is not somewhere. This is in Wisconsin, okay? A pro-life center, Molotov cocktail destroyed. So this was left-wing violence at a pro-life center. But as I always say, we gotta give the devil his due. We gotta do some research. I'm sure we can find some, with all this chatter that's out there, guys, I'm sure we could find some right-wing terrorism. Couldn't, couldn't find anybody. I like that cricket. Let's play the cricket again. There's your right wing, that's what right wing chatter sounds like. Well, here's right wing chatter for you one more time. Chatter. Uh, but then I've shown you a lot of CNN today. There's this uh, televised mental institution known as MSNBC. And they had this woman, this woman, I mean, these people are all bananas. Just look at these people. They're all just nuts. But they had this woman, Amy Hagstrom Miller. And no, no matter what I'm about to show you of this woman, I don't think you should show up to her house. But by their, own, by their own rules, you could show up to her house if you don't like what she's about to say. But listen to this just bananas, psycho, lunatic, crackpot. Yeah. 
Uh, Amy, you just heard Michelle refer to uh, the anti-abortionists as terrorists, and she has a point because the quote-unquote people who call themselves pro-life, um, they achieve this through violence. Uh, there is violence, and it is terrorism, and I think it's very important for us to recognize that it is Christian extremism that is at the root of the shame and the stigma that allows laws like this to pass, that allows justices like this to be uh, confirmed. And this does not represent the majority of feelings and beliefs of people in this country. Everybody knows and loves somebody who's needed an abortion in their lifetime. Yes, the pro-life terrorists, the people who are trying to save the babies are the terrorists. You want to rip children, eight-month fetuses out of women and then gouge on their eyeballs with Gavin Newsom and have your abortion parties. Those, the people... Uh, could we raise the baby, maybe figure out a place, maybe we'll put the baby in abortion, we'll uh, put the baby in adoption, we'll figure out something. No, those are the crazy terrorists. Uh, but of course, it's the Christians. It's the, these people are insane. But remember, by their rules, you out there watching this could find her address, it could be posted on some website and sit outside of her house and scare her children. Is she married? I can't believe, imagine anyone would marry her or that she has kids herself. Who would want to be part of that? Um, but I would not be for that. That is the point. That is the point. But what they are doing is they are trying to ratchet up the fear. Fear. All the Democrats have. They've wrecked the economy, supply chain, gas prices, inflation, ridiculous war in Ukraine, all of this stuff. They've done the, the border, all the stuff that we talk about all the time, right? They've done so much bad that they need, the only thing they've got is fear and anger and we're going to live in all this time where they're going to be coming for women and it's going to be like the handmaid's tale and blah, 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 blah. Well, here's Nancy Pelosi, and uh, you know she's using her scare tactics, although I will give Nancy a little credit. Whatever work she had done over the last couple of days, they seem to have done the fillers right. She's looking a little better than usual. Right now, instead of people going off on what, um, the, what the Republicans would like us to talk about, the leak, no, we're talking about your life, the life of women in our country, and how we have, uh, again, a calibration of all of this in Roe v. Wade and how we must have it be enshrined as the law of the land. This is a severe danger to women. It's a severe danger to the Constitution of the United States. And it's a severe danger to other rights of privacy that are in the Constitution. Okay, none of that is true. It is not a danger to women. Guys, I'm not a mathematician, but I think about half people are women. That means half of the babies are women. So you're kind of protecting some of the women. Again, this doesn't even matter what you think about abortion. But the fear, they're coming for women. They're coming for privacy. They're coming for the Constitution. This is the Constitution working. The Constitution working is constitutional Supreme Court justices looking at the decisions and making the appropriate decision. You may not like it. And again, I say this knowing that most of my audience right now, most of my audience, how many people that are, that are on YouTube or Twitter or uh, CNN or elsewhere would say something that is directly contrary to their audience. But most of my audience is pro-life. I know that for sure. Uh, I am begrudgingly pro-choice, at least for a few weeks. I would say 12 weeks. You've got three months, and I just believe that there is a fundamental difference between the cell splitting and the form and the, and the uh, brain activity and the heartbeat and all of those things. It's not to deny its life. You guys know my spiel on this thing. Uh, but we could have an honest discussion about that. We could have an honest discussion about 15 weeks that Florida's doing, and Florida passed the 15-week thing, and nobody cared. Nobody cared because it shows you that pro-life people as, as personal and as closely as they hold their own religious 
beliefs about the nature of life, like the most existential stuff, they're, they're showing, but we're willing to live in a, in a society that has some room for margin, right? That has some ability to, some people are gonna do some things we don't like. What we don't want is eight month abortion. So Florida did 15, they passed this a few weeks ago, nobody cared. I can't say nobody cared, but, but it, it was allowed to pass without major fanfare because most people saw that as a decent compromise. But Florida will now be painted, and of course Ron DeSantis will now be painted as these crazy right-wing extremists because these people lie about everything. And here is another crazy person. This is uh, one of the members of the squad. Don't worry, it's not AOC or Ilhan Omar. Uh, this is Ayanna Presley. She is completely, these people are just bananas. We have got to codify Roe v. Wade. We should abolish the filibuster. It is clear that this Supreme Court continues to obstruct the will of the people because majority of Americans um, support Roe v. Wade, do not want it overturned. And the far-right extremism of this Supreme Court has obstructed the will of the people when it comes to voting rights, when it comes to housing rights, and now when it comes to reproductive freedom, justice, and bodily autonomy. So if you're not outraged, you are not paying attention. You know, the fact that 50% of those who call this country home uh, could have our rights taken away from us, our bodily autonomy, and uh, be forced to birth with all of the other many uh, layered uh, legislative, systematic oppression and denials and everything, and that we have not yet to uh, enact uh, parental leave, paid leave. We do not have universal child care. We have a black women experiencing the highest rates of maternal morbidity and now forced birth. And we know that it is our most vulnerable, our most marginalized, um, the disabled, low income, uh, women of color, African-American, indigenous, the L our LGBTQIA siblings, who will be the most vulnerable to this? We have to legislate, organize, mobilize as if lives depend on it because they do. What you just saw there was a mishmash of all of the buzzwords, all of the meaningless phrases, all of the conflated and confused ideas of what a progressive is. Uh, of course, this is a far right, this is a far right court because anything that happens that you wouldn't like is far right. And what she means by that is racist. And then of course she tells us how we're all systemically racist and that we're forcing black women to have kids. That's the worst thing you can do to a woman, force a woman to have a kid who's pregnant. That would, oh my God, they're gonna have a kid? They got pregnant and they're gonna have a kid? That is that is just the worst, forced to birth. It's far right extremism of the court. It's all meaningless drivel. And then when she's talking about it and child pay and all of these things, it's like, those are the big government programs you want. That has nothing to do with how we're governed. It has nothing to do with the laws of the United States. And one more time, guys, by the way, this idea of packing the court, that is an assault on the Constitution. We have three branches of government. I know that your wizard, AOC, does not know that. But we have three separate branches. They have checks and balances to make sure none gets too powerful. So if you use your power to overpower another branch, you are in violation of your oath of office. Start impeaching these people. I'm not kidding. They're telling you we hate America. We hate the founding documents. We want to assault the Constitution. That's the thing that they swore on, most of them. 
I think Ilhan swore on a uh, on a Quran, but most of them swore on on the on the Bible, right? And but you're really supposed to, in my view, you should be swearing on the Constitution more than anything else because that's the thing that actually you're sworn to uphold. Uh, but th- but these people are all bananas. And now here's the warning, Connor. Do we have the warning for the people? Can we show them the warning? We've got the warning. Okay. Um, what you're about to see here is pure bullshit. Look at the bottom right there. We're warning you guys because it's important that we do that. We're about to show you a clip from a program on ABC that's on right now, and it's called The View. Chris Cuomo, I know, okay, but I, I know this may be a novel point, uh, a novel idea for somebody who's, you know, a supporter of Trump, but there are people who are capable of being been, related I, and not having that ethical interests. There's many I things imagine. that I don't stand by that Trump mm-hmm. did. Trump has done things that are racist. I'm a black woman first, so always understand that. Mm-hmm. But I do say that I have many conservative values that I will talk to you about. And so if you look at your network you that you're Republican? standing behind, yes, and when you look at your network that you're standing behind, you're saying that you look at Chris Cuomo. I feel like that's an oxymoron, a black Republican. You feel oh, like it's an oxymoron? I do. Why? Your friend right here is a Republican. We had She's this conversation many times. Times. You do, and you say you feel like it's an oxymoron that you're Catholic, but you also are pro-life. I don't, I don't understand either. No, you, you don't understand yourself. Then you have you have disagreements. I understand myself. Don't, I don't understand I, either of this, you. But it's not a personal conversation. Yeah. We're going. I don't like we're, I we're don't. having a personal conversation about about CNN I, I don't and how black can get leads. And I don't understand Latino Republicans. Well, here's what I today. This is not about me, and it's not about you. It's about celebrating Corinne Jean-Pierre. And I think we should. We can agree on that. Okay, so first off, the woman who was making sense on the panel, and someone, can we send her, I want to, can we, if we can find her address, I would like to send her some cookies or flowers or something. Her name is Lindsey Granger. Uh, and she was up there defending her beliefs. Apparently, she's a Trump supporter. She's obviously a Republican or a conservative. But think how insane this show is. The idea of the view, and I've talked about this a few times. Barbara Walters created the view so that they would get all of these women from different walks of life and different ages and different ethnicities and different beliefs. So they'd sit at that table and respectfully talk to each other. And it worked for a certain amount of time, but then it all became lefties harping and trying to destroy the conservatives. Just ask Elizabeth Hasselbeck, ask Meghan McCain. Now they don't even have a real conservative. They've got that pretend one who's the uh, Anna Navarro who, who's obviously a Democrat, right? Like she pretends to be a conservative, but when the woman was like, hey, you're a Republican, she was like, oh, I, I, I. Meanwhile, people keep telling me I live like a few blocks away from her. I'm gonna see her with my dog one day and then it's just not gonna be good. Oh, but I'm not for violence. I just wanna be clear about it. That was a joke. My dog is not gonna maul Anna Navarro. Uh, anyway, Sonny Hostin, who is the one sitting there. Now, now remember, they invite this woman on the show. They invite Lindsey Graham on the show to share her views and then they treat her horribly. They are demeaning and offensive to her. It's an oxymoron to be a black Republican. It's an oxymoron to be Thomas Sowell, one of the greatest thinkers ever of the, of the last century. It's an oxymoron to be Candace Owens. It's an oxymoron to be Larry Elder or David Webb. And I don't even wanna just sit here and list black Republicans. It's nonsense. Clarence Thomas, et cetera, et cetera. Your friend watching this, you watching this perhaps. The idea that your skin color means that you have to be part of a political party. Man, they are the bigots. They are the racists. Understand it. Sonny Hostin thinks that the color of your skin dictates how you must think. That is the most racist, backwards, pathetic, anti-human sentiment that you can possibly imagine. And then she's also saying, if you're a Latino. So if you're a Latino, clearly by the nature of your ethnicity and your history, we should know what you think about taxes. Clearly, right? If you're black, you should want high taxes and big government programs. Clearly, because of the color of your skin. 
If you're black, you must be pro-choice. If you're Latino, you must be pro-choice. It sounds like Sonny Hostin wants a lot of people that are very poor, stuck on the government dole with dead babies. I, I'm pretty sure that's what Sonny Hostin wants, these idiots. By the way, when I saw that clip, I offered, and I do stand by this 100%, uh, I offered to put up, if they will put Candace Owens on The View to debate Sonny Hostin, I will donate $10,000, 10,000 bucks to the charity of Sonny Hostin's choice, even a pro-choice charity, whatever she wants, uh, whatever she wants, uh, I will. if she will debate Candace Owens, I'll put up $10,000. I will also put up $5,000 if they will sit joy on one of those big tanks of water and I get one toss of a beanbag. One toss of a beanbag, $5,000. I'll do it from 20 feet away. I've been practicing uh, outside and I feel pretty good about what we can do there. Uh, anyway, obviously, there are black Republicans. Obviously, there are Latino Republicans. And obviously, there are the scariest of all things. There are gay Republicans. It's true. Uh, but if you want to see how fake these Sonny Hostins are, these people who pretend to be for black people and Latino people and everything else, uh, here is a spectacular video that was going viral over the weekend of a man silencing some BLM protesters. It's mwah, chef's kiss. Enjoy. Lives matter or just some black lives? The black lives killed by black men matter, right? Yes? The black babies killed in the abortions clinics matter, right? Thought so. The black, the black officers killed by that bastard in, in Minnesota, that matters too, right? Okay. But the black babies that are killed in the abortion clinics don't matter, do they? Medical people. Are, do their lives matter? Does the future of our black babies matter? Huh? What's up? What's up? Awful quiet now, aren't they? Uh-huh. It's okay if we kill them in the womb, right? But you have a problem when we, you don't seem to really have a problem when we kill them on the streets. Yes, well, we know they're the same is issue. If we, don't, if we don't respect the lives of our unborn children enough to save them and fight for them, our lives mean nothing once we're born. How awesome is that? Like, that's how you shut these people up, these virtue signaling buffoons who have not thought through any of the issues. You know, if, if the right wants to do something good right now, you see, you know, remember how the, the left uh, took Bill HB 1557 here in Florida and they turned it into don't say gay. What the left, what the right should be doing right now, what the pro-life community should be doing right now is stop calling themselves pro-life, just, just start a movement. The Black Babies, Black Babies Matter movement. Black babies matter. Oh, you hate black babies? And let's see how racist these people really are, because they are quite racist. Guys, it's uh, me Monday over at the Rubin Report Locals community. Here's what I put up this morning. I threw, it was a throwback to Elon Musk and Tesla, which already seems like a long time ago, but Elon Musk is going to be the CEO of, uh, of Twitter there. And this is just all the attacks he's getting. Meanwhile, he is just doing his thing. He's just building Tesla. He's building Twitter. He's building the boring company. He's building SpaceX, Neuralink, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and a whole bunch of other people have put some things in there. Uh, the Locals community was chatting along during the show, which you guys can do as well, rubenreport.locals.com. You can chat on your phone or on your desktop. Carpenter says, I'm working with a great agent from your sponsor, Agents I Trust. Awesome, awesome. Glenn started this company a couple of years ago. They vet absolutely everybody. Like these are sane agents who get it. Like it's his company. If the only other show they're advertising on is me. Uh, it sounds like they got a whole bunch of leads and people are moving all over the country. I mean, I get emails literally every day 
people flee in New York, people flee in Cali. So I'm so thrilled if I can help you guys, uh, you know, basically find somebody that'll help you find a better home and a better place to live, all of that stuff. Oh, we got a great cold close for you in just a sec, so hang tight for that. B says, uh, I can't tell if the Democrats have double standards or none. Well, I believe it was the great Ronald Reagan who said if it wasn't for double standards, the left would have none. So uh, yeah, it's a little hard to say. It's a little hard to say. Uh, uh, Jeannie says, I'm going to be at your Brea show. Woo hoo. Fantastic. So it was a 500 seat theater. That's what we were told. We immediately sold it out. Somehow they've added 70 seats. How'd they do it, Michael? We don't know. They're going to jam you people like sardines. So there are a couple seats left. Dennis Prager's open for me. That's Wednesday night. Uh, and, uh, finally guys, uh, we got a great cold close for you. Very excited about this one. I think we're gonna have to call back to this one in a future show because it kind of gets to everything we're talking about here. If we can't talk about things freely, then what do we have left as a nation? I leave that to John F. Kennedy Jr. Freedom of information is a fundamental human right and the touchstone of all the freedoms to which the United Nations is consecrated. We welcome the view of others. We seek a free flow of information across national boundaries and oceans, across iron curtains and stone walls. We are not afraid to entrust the American people with unpleasant facts, foreign ideas, alien philosophies, and competitive values. For a nation that is afraid to let its people judge the truth and falsehood in an open market is a nation that is afraid of its people. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.